Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you on your path of self-awareness and wellness and to draw a roadmap together that can help us align mind and heart. Today's topic is how to learn to flow with life. It's a very challenging topic, right? But we're going to dissect it all. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on GeorginaHudson.net or my Instagram account, GeorginaHudson.coach. My name, my surname.coach. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? And this week, I wanted to tell you that I have officially certified as a flow coach. And the primary purpose of this was to help my clients enter states where they flow with life. The concept of flow was developed by psychologists and please, God help me, because this is very difficult to pronounce, but it's Chick Mihaly. If you are interested in how to write it, look it up in the blog, the written version of what I'm saying. He described it, uh, the flow states, as being completely absorbed and engrossed in our work. Time flies, every action, movement and thought follows inevitably from the previous one. That is what he said and now I'm saying. The principles of flow are available to anyone who wants to increase their overall potential and live with an agile and fulfilling mindset. Let me tell you, magic happens in a state of flow because trust replaces fear and our potential is totally unlocked. And I'm sure it happened to you. Have you ever felt so inspired by what you were doing that you created things without stress and without pushing? And let me say something else. Unlike the detailed description I gave you, I think one year ago, and you're going to find the links in the written version of this too, I want to talk today from my own experience and not just about the subject. And I haven't exactly been the queen of flow. You know that uh, Netflix TV series like the the queen of flow. Yes, it's the queen of flow. Uh, That's why I decided to study this subject formally, to put flow into practice with myself first and then to use the techniques to help my clients. I've had very few experiences with flow states. So I can assure you they won't take up a lot of, you know, time from this podcast. But most of my experiences with flow were hilarious. Like I'm a ridiculous person. People who know me know that I am ridiculous. I'm funny. I laugh about myself a lot, but I am also, you know, I don't do things to be comical, but I turn out to be funny anyway. So, anywho, I remember one day that I went to an anthropological dance workshop. And I know you're asking yourself, what is that? Well, it's very strange, but we had a teacher and that teacher played music from faraway places. And he asked us to move to the sound of the melody. And I am flashing as I'm telling you this because while I admired how everybody moved strangely, like, you know, I I don't know how they could do that. I was terrified because I was afraid of making a fool of myself. And 
let me be clear about this. This is the first obstacle in creating a flow state. If you want to flow, you have to say goodbye to the fear of what other people might say and the fear of failure. Luckily for me, during that workshop, when I realized that no one was watching me, something took over me and I ended up spinning around and dancing without prejudice, without judging myself and having a great time. And I'm laughing and smiling because it was hysterical, really. And something similar happened to me when I participated in a drum circle. We were more than 20 people sitting in a circle and we began to play percussion instruments little by little and intuitively because none of us or I don't think any of us were musicians. And suddenly we were all making music. Our ears had sharpened up and we were contributing to creating a beautiful melody. And this is key too. The experience wasn't about perfection. It was all about participation. I didn't know I could make music and yet there I was creating it in a kind of trance. Um, this is another element of flow, forgetting about perfection and daring to challenge oneself a little out of our comfort zones. Not so much that we stress ourselves, but a little bit more. When I was in that drum circle, first of all, I wouldn't have, you know, uh, been to a drum circle if I had been afraid of making a fool of myself by playing an instrument that I had never touched. But, you know, I stretched myself a little because I had been told how magnificent the experience was. So, you know, I think that was my portal, my access portal to my flow experience. And this is the most hilarious. This is comical, like, you know... I'm not sure I will be able to retell what happened, but I vividly remember one day when I was in my modern dance class, we were all dancing and all of a sudden I hear, Georgie, we are done. <laughs> and imagine, I was so involved in the choreography that I didn't notice I was alone dancing in the middle of the of the room, in the center of the room. My, my classmates had taken a break and I couldn't help laughing and, and neither could they because this was magnificent and I am laughing because I still see myself in the center of the dance room because I had always been so afraid of being ridiculous and I am ridiculous I know but I don't do it on purpose but you know that day I felt so happy to be you know laughing and to have been dancing and my classmates were like hey they were laughing and they were clapping and it was it was beautiful now all these experiences which aren't that many mark a total contrast with my upbringing and with my behavior most of my life Oh yes, I'm not proud of it, but it's true. To give you an idea, I was one of the best students at university, but I didn't enjoy it. I suffered all the time. I didn't sleep. I lived under constant stress. I ate badly, poorly, and I was always worried. My idea of success or achieving goals was associated to making a lot of effort and killing myself to meet my objectives. Winston Churchill's phrase, blood, sweat and tears, was used a lot in my house when I was brought up. 
Any small achievement was followed by a string of complaints about how much suffering it entailed. And I think I inherited the false idea that I had to push, push, push and sacrifice for things to happen. Hmm? Because if I did, they were more worthy. And that being busy and overwhelmed was a good sign too. It's pathetic, but you know, that is the way I lived and I told you I'm not proud of it. When my child, my first child was born, it was very difficult for me to relax because I felt that I had to, and had to between inverted commas, I felt that I had to go back to work ASAP. And I did. I returned to my job quickly, ignoring my needs completely because I wanted to be with my baby. I worked all day without a break to get home feeling so exhausted that I could barely enjoy spending some time with my son. It's horrible, I know. I I am like, you know, I am regretting telling you this right now. Um, I find it terrible, but I think it's time we came out of the closet about these beliefs because we live in a crazy culture where enjoyment, relaxation, letting go and flowing are dirty words. We have to rewire our brain to adopt a growth mindset to be mindful and to flow. It's not something that will happen to us naturally. In my case, what helped me was to hit rock bottom. I hit rock bottom with my health and I had no other alternative than to relearn the way I was living. For starters, I left my impossible parameters of perfection. And I realized that my obsession to have everything under control, and this is something I see a lot in my clients too, I knew that that was the reason I was getting sick or I had gotten sick. I accepted that I wanted to live without killing myself at work and in my projects. I allowed myself to do what I wanted and not what I was supposed to do. I started hobbies that I love. I went back to college when I was an older, you know, person, an adult, because I craved for that second chance for doing what I really wanted to do, for you know, honoring what was inside me. And I felt challenged by these new places, but from a place of pleasure. Little by little, I understood, and I want to highlight this, and please, if you have a sticky note, write it down. The quality of my life was directly related to the respect I had for my inner life. I will repeat, I understood that the quality of my life was directly related to the respect I had for my inner life. And to that aim, I needed to dare do things beyond the shoulds and the have-tos. I started to do things out of joy and I turned down the volume on my ego too. And, and I know you might be saying to yourself, lucky for you, but I can't afford that luxury. And let me tell you, that I built a minimalist life, that I learned to live with less, that I had had a lot, but I, you know, cut down on a lot of things that were unnecessary. And that even if your work is far from ideal and that you cannot change it now, you can try to have moments 
of the day or of the week where you get into flow. That is possible and it's going to make everything so much easier for you. If you are interested in the subject, write to me. I'll be more than glad to tell you about my training and how I could help you. I hope you liked this post. I'm sure you laughed a lot about my eccentricities. If you know someone who can benefit from it, forward it to them and invite them to subscribe. Remember that you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify too. And, and this is important, I have a very special announcement. I will hold a spring raffle for group coaching for one month for free. There will be several spots for you to participate in group coaching for one month for free. There will be several places, as I mentioned, and the steps you need to follow to participate are very easy. They are only three. You have to subscribe to this podcast through my website. You have to follow me on Instagram and you have to share the Spring Raffle post on your own Instagram account. And you're going to be very lucky and we're going to be working together. I'm going to be your coach. This is going to be myself coaching you. It's not going to be about MP3s or PDFs. This is going to be me helping you and all the group hand in hand. So as always, thank you in advance for your recommendation because it inspires us to continue offering this free material week after week. So please recommend us. That is wonderful. It makes us more visible and a big, big hug. <laughs>